Welcome to Inside Voice. Join hosts, friends, and voice actors Louise Porter, that's me, and Brad Grahowski as we navigate the freelance world while simultaneously being massive introverts. We ask the age-old question, how do you put yourself out there when literally the last thing you want to do is put yourself out there? Find out what earth-shattering conclusions we come to on this week's edition of Inside Voice. Hey, yeah, I think we got it. Oh, okay, there we are. Hey, Louise. Hi, Brad. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Just uh, having some technical difficulties this morning, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're new to all this, so we're kind, That's of, true. Learning, That's kind true. of learning as we go. And I was really wanting to get my my new mic um, set up on this, but it's not. It's just not showing anything, so I don't, I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, maybe you can get it sorted for next week. I think we will, yeah. The next episode, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, happy Monday. I know you will. Welcome to Inside Voice. Welcome to Inside Voice. Inside Voice. (laughs) I love how you do that. Um, Cool. Well, what do we what do we want to do today? What are we talking about today? Um, well, so last week you asked me a few questions and then we both kind of answered. Um, but I realized we didn't really just talk about the basics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think we were kind of thinking, well, we know who we are, but nobody else does. So, um, so I was going to ask a few questions and we can both kind of very briefly just answer. We don't need to go too in depth, I don't think, but, um, okay. So, Brad, uh, tell us how long you've been in voiceover. Okay. All right. That's a good question. Uh, I It's been, I think, a little over three years. Uh, and until three weeks ago, um, I was part-time. I mean, I, I, I had a day job still. And, but as of January 1st, so a few weeks ago, I... Left the day job. I set that aside, and I'm a full time voice over professional now. Woo-hoo, which yeah. is so exciting, and I'm it, yeah. so happy for you, and so Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. Um, it, it's it really is, cool. Yeah, it is very exciting. It's a pretty. It's scary, but I I I've prepared for this for a long time. Uh, I built my business up to where my income was where I was hoping it would be in order to leave. Not. I I can't say I'm matching my day job income yet, but uh, now that I'm not just working nights and weekends and always exhausted from doing, you know, a full-time job plus another pretty much full-time job, um, it's giving me a lot more time to do business development and build my business and audition. So it's, it's super exciting. Yeah. No, you'll find that that's, uh, it's a huge game changer for sure. Yeah. It's already made a big difference. So it's yeah. And exciting. I think to your mental health too. Absolutely. Uh, I, I will say even in the first few weeks, it's already making a huge difference in mental health in my marriage and as a father and um, just having more time, you know, is yeah. great. But Excellent. I, uh, so yeah, I, I think we talked about this last week, but my background is in theater as a stage trained stage actor uh, back in the 90s, uh, and I moved after college, uh, after I got my 
bachelor's degree, I moved to Chicago and was miserable there. There's a lot of great theater that happening there in the 90s, but they didn't, I, I don't know. I, I, I was super intimidated. I guess that's, <laughs> I didn't even know I was an introvert yet then. So I didn't even know to be looking for the tools to get around it. But um, was just too afraid to audition and network and build myself into anything. And so I, I was not very successful. Had friends in Baltimore that were doing all kinds of fun, crazy performance art. So I moved here because it was just more fun and so much mm-hmm. more accessible. And they were people I already knew doing it. And uh, spent 20 years here doing a little theater, but a lot more performance. Uh, I had a band and I was um, doing, how much of this do you want? I don't know. I could go on for now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's more in depth than I was thinking, but I mean, it's great. I, I love it. I'm sorry. enjoying that. Story. Um, no, do not apologize. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and really got into performance, vaudeville type performance and, and had a band and, and was doing a lot of sort of baggy pants vaudeville kind of stuff in the burlesque scene. And then of course, uh, COVID hit and my band, we couldn't even practice anymore. Um, because of some, some, um, immunity issues of a family member and the band. And, uh, so I just was sort of at a loss. I, I just had this need to perform, um, that I, I've never been able to escape. Uh, and a friend sent me an audition for, a uh, audio drama that I auditioned for. And I thought, this is cool. I wonder if I could do voiceover. I always thought you had to live in LA or New York to do voiceover, right? And I started Mm -hmm. to do some research and listen to some podcasts and realizing you didn't have to. And um, That's right. You can do it from anywhere now. Yeah, absolutely. And so I started to build my, you know, starting with beginner equipment and and doing, I guess, you know, getting work where I could um, and and, uh, freelance sites or whatever. And uh, just sort of, just sort of building my experience, getting coaching, figuring out how to translate stage acting into voice acting, which turns out are very, 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 very different things. Um, right. Oh, wow. What a, that was <laughs> yeah. just when you think, you know what you're doing, you're like, no, yeah. no, actually yeah. you yeah. don't. Yeah. 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 You I think it, same experience. And yeah. in some ways, I guess it gives you an advantage, but in other ways you just have to unlearn and relearn a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think there's like that, the, the, some of the crossovers are sort of like, um, script interpretation and the actual acting skills, because you need acting skills, improv skills, those kinds of things. But, um, you know, when you get into commercial script and stuff like that, it's completely different. So you have to understand that kind of structure and it doesn't translate at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I I like to say, like, when you're a stage actor, you're, you're trained to push your voice out to the back of the audience. Right. But in voiceover, you're literally genuinely speaking in, you're, you're speaking in their ear, right? In your audience's ear. So it's a yeah. much, much, much different Well, and you have to learn things like the mic technique and, mm-hmm. you know, what is proximity effect and how does that, you know, impact yeah. what I'm doing versus, you know, yeah, 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 yeah totally, yeah. totally. So that's how I, that's how I came to it. Uh, probably longer answer than it needed to be, but uh, yeah, that's where I come yeah. from. No, it's great. How, I about, love how it. about you? Um, well, I've also been, so this is year, uh, I'm going into year four, yeah. but I've never been part-time. I've always been full-time, 
because uh, I did the thing that everyone tells you not to do, which is like I I actually left my career and then pursued voiceover. So um, I don't recommend to anybody that that you do that. But for me, it just came down to a because I'd sort of had, you know, I've had a lifelong dream of, um, you know, being a career actor. But Mm -hmm. that is it's very difficult to do that. yeah. As a screen actor or a stage actor. Like that's that's one of those you're just I, I feel like you, you don't have any you're not in charge of your careers in the same way that you can mm-hmm. be in voiceover nowadays. Pardon me. So you can actually build a business in voiceover and you can do it from home and that's yeah. you know. Um, it, it, yeah. And it's, I think it's a very different, like when you're an actor, it, even if you're, a, um, may, maybe not if you're like a, a utility actor doing lots of industrial stuff, I guess, but no actor really wants to, that to be their career. Right. But if you're doing regional theater or you're doing film and commercial work, you're not really building, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are on camera actors who are building or, or stage actors who are building a business, but I, I always felt you're you're more of a person trying to get each job instead of yeah. I sort business. of say it like that too. Is um, you know, you're you're beholden to an agent or agents for one thing, um, and then really everything's in the hands of casting directors beyond that. So yeah. Y- you, yeah, the, you just don't it's hard to build an actual business. Like you can right. be a performer, you can be in the performing arts, but most people uh, who are on screen or in theater and getting paid are also working other jobs often in the service yeah. industry, right? So yeah. what was appealing to me about voiceover was um, that uh, you can build a broadcast, uh, broadcast ready home studio and you can build a business from home doing this. So anyways, because I'd had this lifelong dream of doing it. Yeah. I, I always had it as like, it was a plan B kind of thing or no, I always had a plan B. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think when you get rid of your plan, you know, plan B that you, you, I'm not explaining this well at all. Okay, let me just reset my brain here for a second because that was just a jumbled mess. I knew where you were going. So Okay, so yeah. the thing is that, you know, you spend your entire life with this dream and it's sort of on the back burner and you're, you're doing it, but, but you're having to support yourself in other ways, which is totally realistic and that's most people. And yeah. um, your, your, your dream doesn't become the plan A if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you always have a backup plan. Yeah. So for me, because I'd sort of reached this breaking point of like, how am I going to make this happen? I realized that if I just didn't give myself another option, that I was going to mm-hmm. have to figure it out. Yeah. So I did. <laughs> so that's the short. It's the sort short, of that. Uh, it, yeah. It's sort of the the concept of burning your boats, right? Like you land on the foreign shore and then you burn your boats so you can't. So you can't go back. You can't like give up or chicken out and sail back home again. Yeah. 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 And it's really terrifying. Um, But (laughs) uh, I don't know. It's my personality, though. It's sort of like an all or nothing thing for me. I I just know myself well enough to 
recognize that if I was doing this part time and the other thing is my career was really all consuming. So I, you know, I had an opportunity to, to uh, go to a different company once I quit uh, the company I'd been with for over a decade Uh uh, in that same industry. And I, I thought about it and thought, well, maybe, you know, I'll do, do the other thing part time. And I was just like, you know what? It didn't feel right. My gut was telling me to just go for it. And my partner was telling me to just go for it as well. So, um, I did have that, that, uh, kind of emotional cheerleader person, emotional support and cheerleader person in my life to, to help facilitate that too, which I think is really important and uh, a big line of credit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's important too. (laughs) <laughs> and I think it's important, and I think you'd agree with me, for us to both acknowledge our privilege in being able to do that, you know. And I Absolutely. know I know a lot yeah. of people and a lot of voice actors for whom, you know, I, I was fortunate enough with my day job that it covered all of my bills and more. So and anything that I made in voiceover, I was able to just chuck it into a savings Reinvest. account. Reinvest. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, or, to reinvest. Yeah, I did yeah. not, not even reinvest because uh, once I got up and running, uh, you know, all of my equipment, I, I could afford that out of my day job salary. Yeah. And so I was yeah. just able to chuck 98% probably uh, after taxes uh, yeah. of my and, yeah, voiceover and I, income is to, to build a, a savings cushion for when I left. And, and I would say too, is like the, you know, the privilege that I have or had at the time was I also, you know, I had a really good income. So there was a healthy exactly. uh, savings there that, um, that helped carry me for, for quite a long time. So yeah. um, as well as, you know, the line of credit emergency, but so not everybody has that. Right. And yeah, I, and sure. I completely appreciate that. And not everybody has the support of at least one loved one, like your partner, mm-hmm. your partner's probably mm-hmm. one of the most important people if you have a partner. Yeah. Um, because oh, if oh, they're not a, yeah, if they're not on board, <laughs> if they're not on board, you're, that's extremely difficult. I yeah, don't know how people do it. I, I, I agree. And I will say uh, my wife is incredibly supportive, but at the same time, it, there were some conversations that we had to have and some figuring of things out and to, to mm. establishing what, you know, expected budget contributions would be. So it, it, on my side, it was never, it wasn't so much, I, oh yeah, I go for this. It was, well this is what, you know, this is your dream and your goal. Let's figure out how to make it work. Mm. But we both approached it with a lot of sort of, um, I guess, realism, just trying to really, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I think that's wise. I I feel like, um, you know, Irv and I did too, uh, but in a different way, it was more sort of, you know what? I'm not going to get into it in this episode. <laughs> it's it's so long and in depth, and yeah. I'm giving you the Cole's notes yeah. version. So, or what? What is it now? It's TLDR. Oh, I don't know. Too long, didn't know. read. Yeah, yeah um, that, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's so cool. that's uh, yeah. I, well, I think that's yeah. does that satisfy your question of how we both kind of came to where we are? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I, I said in episode one, that I, you know, my big, my theater background for years too. So very similar situation to yours and that, yeah. um, kind of uh, history. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. What's your next question? 
chapter. That was all I had for. Oh, okay. oh all right. No, no, <laughs> no. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's I was good. actually going to ask you uh, how your week's been, and um, whether you had any uh, any big wins or any anything that was like a big um, struggle mm. or something that came up that you wanted to talk about. Sure. So I. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I'm working on this 10 hour audiobook right now. And um, right. it is about, it's kind of a, um, it's sort of a study, not, I don't want to say study guide for Islam, but it's, it's about Islam and it takes package passages from the Quran and it'll, there'll be a passage and then there'll be an explanation of the passage and, you know, for almost at a layman's level, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. for me, but there's a lot of Islamic words that I have to look up. And so, um, a lot of times in audiobooks we'll do, we'll do, um, do them in milestones, right? Ideally you'll do a sample, get hired, do the first 15 minutes. That's their chance to, to check in and say, Hey, stylistically, can we do something different or, cause you've only done 15 minutes of it. Um, and then once you get the approval on that, then you go ahead and do the rest of the book. Yeah. But we had set up in our our agreement that we would do a milestone halfway through, uh, that I would I would check in with them halfway through and share what I'd gotten done so that they knew. And then and then I would get paid half. Yeah. Right? Some clients are more comfortable yeah. with that. I totally yeah, get that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and it keeps and, us a bit more accountable and, and on track too. If, if yeah. you're prone to procrastination like I am, yeah. my, a milestone setup is is actually really helpful with a long form project. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, but I, what I'm what I'm nervous about is that they're going to come back and have some editorial. Like, really, we're past the point of them making editorial input, and I wasn't clear enough. I don't think, and this is something that you and I have sort of talked about off yeah. podcast. What, what it comes down to, I guess what I'm getting to that I, I was kind of hoping we could talk about a little bit is that I, um, first of all, I'm kind of a pushover when it comes to rates and pricing and things like, like this, right? Like, uh, if they came back to me and said, oh, you know, we don't like the, I mean, obviously I'm not going to redo it, but you know, but I tend to either be a pushover and just be like, cool, cool, cool. Sure. If that's what it takes, if that's what makes you happy or. Yeah. If I, if I realize I need to draw a line or hold my ground on something, I, I very quickly go from being a super pushover to being kind of a, a jackass, right? Mm, yeah. I, I don't, not a lot I, of middle ground there, Brad. I know. And I, and I really have, <laughs> no, I really have a hard time being firm and, and being, holding my ground and saying, I, you know, cool, I hear you, but this is the way it is mm. without, and also, it may be I just feel like I'm being a jackass and they're just, I, I don't know. Um, but this is something that I really struggle with and I know that it's costing me money. I know that I am undervaluing myself and I'm really in this way and I'm really working hard to identify when I'm doing it and mm. um, and trying to avoid it. I, I had someone this morning, they reached out to me, hey, what would be your rate for this and how long would it take you? And I almost said, hey, it's a slow morning. This would be my rate, but it's a slow morning. I can get it done for you this morning if you let me, you know, if you want to get started because I, I, I can get it done for you this morning without a rush fee. Well, normally I have a two-day turnaround and I typed that out. And then I thought, oh, you know what? 
I erased it and I wrote, uh, it was a two day turnaround, but if you want to do it on a rush, let me know. And that was just one moment where I caught myself being too pushy, pushable, pushover, too nice. Yeah. You're offering discounts when no one's asked for one. Exactly. And I think that's exactly. A, that's a exactly. really big lesson is like, do not yeah. offer discounts without being asked for one. And even then, that then you have to really think about. Yeah. You know, who you're working with and whether that's worth it to you and all that kind of stuff. But um, that's a big lesson. And, and I, think, I think it comes from, yeah, I, I, well, I'm sorry. I, I, I think it I think it comes in part from being an introvert and, I th- and just being afraid to like push someone else. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I, I think it also comes, it's a learned habit from when I was first starting and building and I, I was really really worried about not getting work and so yeah, I, I was gonna say it, it yeah. it's very common and it, it it comes from that scarcity mindset of just yeah. being terrified that you know if you're not willing to um be that pushover kind of person and be the yes person that you will not get the business mm-hmm. and I think it's really good to remember that I would say you know 90% of the time, people who are pushing you for super fast turnarounds or cheap work or you know, so fast turnarounds without, you know, the extra um, cost involved in that. Right, right. Because in every business, I mean, even if you mail something, expedited delivery costs you more. Like, come on. Um, yeah. Anytime you, you sort of accept that, those people end up being generally quite difficult to work with and it's sort of that you know you give an inch and they take a mile Mm -hmm. scenario that that's I mean predominantly most people seem to have that experience and I certainly have as well so I think it's important to just remember like really is it worth your time and to not just have blind faith like I mean you're built you've built a business now like you, (laughs) you know you're you're in a position where your time is really valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't want to create patterns with people. Um, yeah, and then break them, right? So we're set up, set up, what is it? Setting a precedent, basically. You're setting a yeah. precedent for doing, you know, undervalued work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I had a thing happen so, sort of similarly with a regular client of mine that sends me um, audiobooks and he, you know, he's working for, uh, the, he's working for the actual, the actual authors or the publishers. Mm-hmm. So he's sort of a middleman, but he's, he's been a really great client of mine for a couple of years now. And, um, sometimes he'll send me uh, book trailer stuff and every oh, yeah. single time he balks at my price because he's looking at it through the lens of audiobook pricing. Mm-hmm. And I have to explain to him every time, like, this is what it is now. What I've done because he's because he is so kind of annoyed by it, it seems like, and because I do value him as a client for audiobooks, is I end up mm-hmm. just explaining it to him, but then giving him a discount. Yeah. And it happened again just before Christmas. And I just thought to myself, you know what? This is now the like the fourth or fifth time that I've done these trailers for him. And he knows. He knows why. I've already explained mm-hmm. this. And so when he came back and, you know, had his usual little kind of 
being annoyed about it thing, I just very politely responded, this is my listed pricing as as per discussed. Um, and I, I don't remember, like, let me know if you want me to set up the the contract. Yeah. Because the truth and is. he came back and he was yeah. like, yeah, let's please move forward. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, he's been very nice since. Like he wasn't, you know, it was just like people will try to get get you to take money off sometimes. And yeah. but but even if you don't, they value you. And so mm-hmm. they don't want to lose you as as their person. Right. So I, 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 I don't yeah, know. Ideally, I, I had a um, publisher that I was that I've been working with. And, and they're usually like two hour books or kids books. They're like chapter books for kids. Like each chapter is another story. Uh, and they're really cool. They're really sort of in, uh, affirming and positive and, you know, um, stories for kids. And then he had a longer one for, it wasn't for kids. I think it was like a, an adult book. And he wanted the same, pr- but it was four hours and he wanted the same price that he's paying for two hours. And I'm like, and I'm, I already give him a, a discount because, you know, we work together again and again and we we sort of have a relationship and a deal but because I wanted to charge him the same rate for the longer book, he, he like, he's like, yeah, sorry, I can't afford it. I'll find someone else. Like what? Like we just, we built this like working relationship together and yeah, what I'm and asking for isn't unfair. And it's then not you're unfair, like, but you have to let it yeah. go as well yeah. because it's like, yeah. it, that's just not worth your time. And anybody like my line now is, and this wasn't always the case. This takes time to, to get yeah. to the point of being like, I do not compete on price. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I'm, you know, if you want to find someone cheaper, that's totally your prerogative. If yeah. someone wants to work for cheaper, that's their prerogative. Yeah. And and that's so, what I ultimately just, you know, I just wished him luck and yeah. told him, I hope you find somebody that, you know, is going to do a great job for you at the rate you're looking for. And yeah. let, let, let me know if you need to come back around to me. And he might, he may, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've actually had it uh, not tons, but a couple of times in the last couple of years where I've had clients just say, I'm really sorry. Like I've, I found someone at such and such a price or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you can price match that? I'm like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> you're not Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not Best Buy. Um, you know, I don't know where this person is or what their circumstances are, but we certainly have a general, uh, sort of rate guide that we all yeah. try and um, yeah. stay somewhere around or within. So, um, but anyways, I've had it happen a couple of times where they've gone for that cheaper service and then come back and said, you know what, it didn't work out. Yeah. So, and I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a, it's like the, the thing with the picture with the horse and it's like half drawn when right, my yeah, client yeah. asked, <laughs> when my client asked me to do it, you know, cheaper, faster, what is it? Cheaper, faster? I can't remember. There's you can the either three have a good, cheaper, fast. Pick two. Yeah, pick two. Yeah. Good, good, cheaper, cheaper fast. fast. You only yeah. get to pick two. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they want yeah. all three and it's like, you, yeah, no, you that's, just don't that's get them. not how that works. No, yeah. No. <laughs> how about you? What do you, have you had anything to share? Um, that, well, maybe? yeah, I had a like kind of um, a mini introvert breakthrough thing happen uh and i I really want to stress the word mini (laughs) (laughs) so i was out at my uh a dog park that i go to and um 
this uh, woman showed up with her dog and I, I recognized her. Like, I think I've sort of chatted with her before, but we were the only ones there because it's been this, we've had this crazy cold snap here in Vancouver. And Oh, um, I think the whole country has. Yeah. Well, yeah. Both, yeah. On, on the East coast, it was 18 degrees Fahrenheit, six, 14. We were yeah. out walking around the, the other night and it was just so cold. Sorry, so I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. Jesus no, that's geez. okay. I mean, I guess the difference is that even though I'm in Canada, for, for anybody who doesn't know, um, Vancouver is pretty much Seattle weather. We just, yeah. it rains all winter. We don't really get snow. It never freezes. Yeah. Um, you know, we might get one little sprinkle of snow sometime in December or January, but it, you know, it melts in an hour mm-hmm. kind of thing. So uh, we got this cold snap and we got a big dump of snow. So just not as many people out and about. Um, but anyways, so this, this woman and I were doing this sort of small talk chat about the weather and, uh, our dogs. And as usual, I'm just feeling super awkward. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, we started chatting about other stuff and work came up. And normally I would just kind of say the bare minimum and try not to draw too much attention to myself and <laughs> all mm-hmm. that stuff. But I I felt myself sort of being like, no, like you can, you can try to like engage with this person more. And so I started asking her more questions and, you know, being interested in, and in, you know, what she does. And then she reciprocated that and uh, got, we got talking about me doing voiceover and then, and then that turned into her putting me in touch with somebody who um, works for a company that does a lot of e-learning because I was talking about oh, how that's I, awesome. Yeah. Cause I was, I was saying like, yeah, I do really f- the fun stuff that people always think about. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I do video game character stuff and um, but I was like, but you know, one of the really great things that's like more of a business builder, if you will, is, is long form stuff like e-learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so I, and I, I really enjoy it too. So yeah. she, sorry, what? I, I'm going to put a pit in that cause I want to, talk about that for a second, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. So anyway, she's put me in touch with someone. Now, this was only a few days ago, so it hasn't actually led to anything, but um, I felt like that was a big deal for me because that was an in-person thing too. Yeah, yeah, which is hard. uh, Where I found myself actually talking about what I do, which I don't readily um, do that with people I don't know. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's yeah, hard. It's, it's I find hard. it hard. Yeah. And because so few people understand what, like most people haven't, don't, it hasn't occurred to them that voice actor or voiceover artist is a job that you could have. And so then they, they A, they have a bunch of assumptions and, or B, they have a bunch of questions and it just, if I were an extrovert, it'd be awesome just talking to them for two hours about that. But I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about me. I don't want to talk about my stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, What I wanted to comment, I do the opposite of what you just said. You just said, oh, I do all the fun stuff, but I really do a lot of the less glamorous stuff to build my business. I I don't know why. And maybe I should think about this. I always start the other way around. I always say, oh, you know, I do. It's not that exciting. I do a lot of, you know, corporate non-narrative stuff, a lot of e-learning explainer videos, um, audio books. And I I also do a lot of kids books because that's one of my specialties. Um, so I kind of downplay it first and then, and then, then if they ask, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I do some video game and. Oh, I am certainly not saying and, that I'm like mm-hmm. not downplaying. What I'm saying is f- when the questions get asked, it's often yeah. 
they're leading yeah. the question with, oh, so what kind of stuff? Like yeah. or cartoons whatever. and video what, games? Yeah. Because or, that's or, what most people think of when they think of voice acting, yeah. right? Or so, what, what do you, what have I heard you in? Oh my God, I hate oh, that question. I would, yeah, anything I would have heard you in. <laughs> and you're like, I seriously doubt it. Um, Unless you listen to a lot of like uh, construction uh, inspection, e-learning certification <laughs> modules, you probably yeah. haven't heard me in. Yeah. Or, Are or you, you doing or you any kind of, kind of uh, workplace yeah. sexual harassment in the workplace <laughs> e-learning modules lately? <laughs> Mental health in the workplace? Done any mm-hmm. e-learning about that lately? I'm the yeah. voice of that. For, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So it's, it is tricky. That, that is, we didn't even, I don't think plan on talking about uh, how you talk about what we do, but maybe that's something we can get into. Awkwardly, very awkwardly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So I don't know. It gets awkward because people don't, people don't understand, stand it as a, as a job or a business. And if I'm in the mood, I don't mind to explain and get into it in detail. But yeah. then there again, I'm like, like, have you I, ever called such and such a place and had the automatic voice message come up? Right. <laughs> That's maybe where you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you've reached <laughs> mm-hmm. for service in English. Press one. Yeah. <laughs> so. So anyway. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we are. Cool. Yeah. OK. Well, um, next topic. I can't. Well, we don't really plan these for anybody who's not. Uh, copped on to that yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just how disorganized we are. Um, well, it's not even, it's a, it's a, but I think, yeah, just to wrap gonna, it up, I talked to a basically yeah. a stranger and, and it generated a lead and it was totally by accident, but it was me kind of pushing myself out of my little introvert bubble and mm-hmm. um, being a little brave. And uh, I still feel weird about it. Like, I'm not sitting here being like, look at me. I did this great thing. I feel like, like completely weird about it. Like, I'm like, oh, God. Well, I'm (laughs) saying, look at you. You did this great thing. Because that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot to to step outside of it and, and. Put yourself out there. Yeah. And then to yeah. follow up too, because then you got to reach out to the person, right? That they. Yeah. I've done know, the follow and, up. I've done the yeah. follow up. I'm just, I haven't heard back, but I'm, okay. you know, unless I hear back, you're not going to hear me talk about this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to bury this in the backyard with all of my Yeah, other... let's just pretend that didn't happen. Let's just, uh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, how do you think you're going to handle this audiobook person now? Now that you've sort of you've you, do you feel like you've set the president the president the precedent, and now there's no kind of getting out of it, and so you're just going to have to moving forward with new clients make that. Yeah, I mean that's my only option. Like yeah. I don't. I mean I'll have to hold my ground if if they come back and they've got a bunch of editorial change, you know, cause I just can't, I can't go back and re-record everything. Like that doesn't make sense. If they have a no. passage here or there or, or a Islamic word that I didn't, you know, and I, I had to research every word. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And for like, any, yeah. For anybody who's listening, um, I did, Brad and I chatted about this a bit earlier. If you're doing something like audiobooks or anything with, say foreign names, foreign words, technical language, any kind of, anything like that. If you are not provided a pronunciation guide and you're having to look everything up yourself, then think about charging 
more for that part of yeah. your service. Let's think really, about that harder than I did because I yeah. didn't and I'm regretting it. Yeah, because then also if you get stuff wrong, because, you know, you can look stuff up and get five different pronunciations. Absolutely. And especially when it's a language you have no, like, is it Arabic you're saying? it's Yeah. yeah. So, and, yeah. And what I actually did, just to, to sidetrack us here, I created a spreadsheet and every time I came across a word, an Arabic word that I didn't, that I had to look up, I would put it in the spreadsheet. I would find, try to find an Arabic person, an Arabic speaker speaking that word either on YouTube or Youglish or, uh, you know, one of the different pronunciation websites. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work and copying the pasting, the, the, the link to the URL. And then I shared that with, so just so they understood that I was doing the research on every word that I came across, um, but added so much work and some of them could still be wrong to the point where. That's what I mean. And that's happened to me before. And I, and I, because I've set up in my contracts that if they don't provide a pronunciation guide and I do have to do all that legwork, I have a little caveat that says all, you know, all words have been researched by me and I've gone with, um, you know, what seems the most likely to be the correct way, according mm-hmm. to the interwebs. Um, and if you have a preference, because sometimes it's personal preference. Yeah. Or, you know, a region that they're in in the United States that says something a certain way, like you, those things, those things are revisions that will cost you money. And I just don't, I don't, I don't back down on that. And it's, but I, but I put it in the contract up front. So it's not a surprise down the road when that happens. Which is the mistake that I made in this case. And um, we'll absolutely uh, be updating my contracts going forward because now if they come back and they have a problem, I I don't really have much to fall back on and I may end up having to do a bunch of extra work Mm -hmm. because of that. I think it's just one of those lesson learned things. And yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, anything else? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, I think that's, that's, that's it on my side. What about you? You got anything else you want to chat about here? Um, I think that's pretty good. I did. So we went out. Um, we went out to a show. I don't, I don't know how deep to, in detail to get it. We went out to a show the other night and it was kind of a irreverent performance kind of thing. And they handed out bingo cards, but they were questions. And the idea was that you would go around to the audience, other audience members before the show and during intermission and ask them questions. So it was like this weird, like icebreaker thing that was terrifying to me. And like, fortunately the rest of my group kind of felt the same way. We were like, no, we are not doing this, but to watch the other people going on in, in, in genuinely enjoying and having fun, like mm. going up to strangers and asking embarrassing questions, mm. uh, uh, was, just sort of, I, sh- I mean, not shocking to me because I know people do that, but it was just really crazy to s- just to witness that and to feel so completely different about it than than these people clearly did. And I remember like you're thinking, wanting to like leave the room and like yeah. never come back, yeah, 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 yeah or yeah. murder everyone, yeah, yeah, and and just praying <laughs> no one. And like, look, I'm I I try I I like if someone came up to me, I would 
absolutely participate with that person and just take it as a one-on-one thing and accept that it was a thing that was part of what we were doing. But I would resent that I was put in the position where I had to do that. In the right? first place, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't resent the person that was came up to me to ask questions. And I, and I, and I just thought, why, you know, why put this extra pressure on your audience? There were other things with the show that I I had questions about. Um, And then at the end, they, they took all of those and did a drawing with all of the bingo cards. So there were prizes involved. So they sort of incentivized it, which to me made it even more uncomfortable. Um, but she said, you know, we know a lot of you are, have a hard time talking to people in our introverts. And, and so we do, we do this to help you meet other people. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the opposite, man. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to do it. It's funny you, that you mentioned this because it just reminded me, I was, I was part of a show, um, <clears throat> a few years ago and scripted into that show was some audience interaction that Mm -hmm. my character had to do. And I'm talking like not just completely breaking the fourth wall and, and actually speaking to the audience, like going into physically into the audience. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, like having to grab somebody to like bring onto the stage and dance with. And you can imagine (laughs) how horrifying this was for me. Like I just, I wanted to die every night. I was like, this is, absolutely horrendous. And I think the problem with it is that um, you're right. People are, most people who are in an audience, they, they, they want to stay in the dark. They don't want the lights on them. Yeah. They do not want it. And so as an introvert already, now you've got the, you've got the twofold problem of, okay, I don't want to do this. And guaranteed, most of the people sitting in that audience don't mm-hmm. want me to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to be the person who's approached. They yeah, do not yeah, want to yeah. get singled out. They don't want to, you, they don't want to make eye contact. They want to think if you're making eye contact that maybe, you know, nobody else is noticing or it's accidental or it's just part of the act and it's not real. It's not real. They're, you're mm-hmm. not really communicating with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, this was at absolutely mortifying night after night. Hated it. Hated it. Hated <laughs> it. Hated it. Yeah. So yeah. I was happy for the people that were enjoy doing it. I was a little resentful for being put in a position where I either had to participate. Did you get or... a sense that anybody was enjoying that, though? Yeah. Yeah. Some people oh, were. No, absolutely. Really? Yeah. They okay. were really kind of getting into like asking each other questions. Is this like and, a like, few drinks in maybe? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. And they <laughs> that all can paid. help. That yeah. can help. Yeah. So uh, that was just something that I ran across this week that was sort of triggered my sort of thoughts about. Triggered your crippling anxiety in a yeah. public place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's overstating it a little bit, but. I doubt it (laughs) All right. okay well it's been great chatting again Um, episode 2 of Inside Voice yay Yay. oh our tagline at the end what did we say last time Inside. Uh, last time it was uh, this has been Inside Voice using our outside outside voice voice. yeah Uh, so I don't know what it is this week do you you want to come up with it yeah how about a competitor to that Uh, shoot I should have thought of something um, on the spot, on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, oh man, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Inside voice. Uh, bringing your, bringing your inside voice 
outside. How about that? Yeah, yeah. That's not, I don't know if that's better, but let's try that. So All you right. say, bringing your inside voice, and then I say, outside? Inside voice, bringing your inside voice. Outside. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this has been Louise Porter and Brad Grahowski. For Inside Voice, we will talk to you next week. Bye, Brad. Bye, Louise. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Inside Voice. If you have a topic suggestion, a question, or would like to challenge your introverted self by being interviewed on the podcast, email us at connect at theinsidevoicepodcast.com.